Hello everyone, my name is JD, and this is another episode of On the Lighter Side of Life. Here we go, one more time. This is number 12 that we've got out today, and uh, I hope everybody had a really good, cool Memorial Day weekend. I know the wife and I did. We enjoyed ourselves, and uh, right after Memorial Day, up here in the Great White North, we get a heat wave. 95 degrees. <laughs> and for us, and I know some people in, in parts of the country, 95 is not that big of a deal. Yeah, it is. When you got 60 and 70% humidity and we're bouncing between 95 to 100 degrees, yeah, makes it a little bit on the miserable side outside. So for all you people that are down south and you're kind of suffering with the heat, we're here right along with you. I did an episode here uh, one or two ago that um, I had to go through West Yellowstone National Park and that I had an, a, a little bit of a run-in with a baby buffalo, for heaven's sakes, and I was in the wife's car. And in that episode, I mentioned that you can see all these beautiful animals all you want, but you need to really stay away from them. There are signs, four-by-eight signs, telling you to stay away from all of the animals. Don't walk up to them. It's not a petting zoo, for heaven's sakes. Okay, so over the weekend, over the Memorial Day weekend, I read an article where a lady got out of her car and she walks towards a bear with two cubs standing right next to the bear. Well, that kind of tells me that's mom, you know, and you get a, a mother bear, mother anything. It could be a buffalo or it could be a wolf. It could be anything. And she's got her pups with you. She's not going to come over and shake your hand and say, let's do dinner one of these days. She starts charging this lady, and the lady makes her way back to the car. Well, somebody that was there at the time, another bystander, happened to video this. And it went on to YouTube, and I think TikTok had a, a copy of it the whole bit. They, they just shot it out there. So now the park rangers are looking for her, and I don't know what kind of a ticket she's going to get, but I would imagine it's going to be pretty severe because that's federal. I do believe I could be wrong, but it, yeah, uh, they're looking for her. So if they ever find this poor lady, she thinks she had a bad day with the bear. Wait till she runs into the federal officers. You know what I'm saying? And today, while I was out doing my thing, I went in to go get another cup of coffee at the same place where I ran into this kid a week ago that has all these squiggly lines that he swears up and down their tattoos. They're not tattoos, dude. I like tattoos. Okay. But that's not a tattoo. When it's just a squiggly line and it doesn't touch another line and it's not designing anything, that is not a tattoo. But he swears up and down they are. And they're all over his face, his nose, his cheeks, on his neck, the whole bit. And he's got studs in his uh, bottom lip, his top lip, is on his eyebrow, nose, tongue, the whole bit. Well, I ran back into this kid and apparently... I just impressed him something severe because the last time we ran into each other, the story was that I gave I bought a cup of coffee and a snack and it came to $3.57 and I gave him $4.03 and that literally blew his mind. He thought I was trying to rip him off. You know, he didn't know what to do. He had the four bucks in one hand and the three bucks or the three cents, I should say, in the other hand. Couldn't figure out what to do. Okay. So anyway... After that little altercation from last week, I go back in there, not thinking about this kid whatsoever, get my coffee, and I ran into him, and he said that I was a conversation over Memorial Day weekend uh, dinner with his family. Why would you want to talk about me? <laughs> I get myself in enough trouble. So he, 
He starts ta- telling his dad and his mom and his sisters and brothers and all that good stuff over dinner what I had done. And he said that I was the smartest guy that he had run into, okay? And I, he said he kind of got in trouble from his dad because his dad looked at mom and said, is this really our son? I have no clue. Why would he think that, okay, to start with? It's just simple, basic math. And I just sit there and talk to him for a couple more minutes today, told him, I said, dude, you run a 10 key. He doesn't know what a 10 key is, okay? It's just a calculator. That's all that cash register is back there. And he goes, nope, that's a cash register. You put in your number, and it tells me what you to give you and change. Okay. Isn't that what a calculator does? <laughs> it's the same thing, guys. But he just, for some reason, this has blown his mind, and now he's ruined it for me because I got to go to a different store to get coffee. Okay. So I'm not going to go back in there. There's nothing against this kid personally, but I don't need to be brought up in Memorial Day dinner with your family that I'm the uh, god of math because I'm not. I'm really, really not. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to find another store to go to, all because he thought that I was the greatest thing since apple pie, and that's just that's just silly to me. And when I came back into the yard today, um, our mechanic, and I'm going to throw his name out there, Greg, uh, he walked up to me and he looked at me and he says, JD, what are you going to do when you, you know, quit doing this? And I says, you mean doing what I'm doing? And he goes, yeah. And I says, uh, probably nothing. He says, well, I've got a really, really good job for you. He says, I've got an inside track on this deal, man. I can really get you a, a kind of a part-time job kind of thing. And I went, okay, what are you talking about? And he wants me to go be a greeter. At Walmart. Now, I have nothing against the greeters at Walmart, but I'm telling you what, (laughs) with the kind of way that I am, I wouldn't make it a half a day. And why would you think that I would be a good greeter at Walmart? And he says, well, you know, you're really a polite guy. You're fun to be around. Well, okay, but I'm not going to go be a greeter in Walmart, okay? And it's nothing against Walmart, nothing whatsoever, or the people that do that. But I have enough to keep me busy. I have a wife. I have four daughters. I have 17 grandkids. I think it's pretty much up there that I've got a way to keep myself busy, okay? Not counting the the stuff that we have to do around the house to keep the house running, okay? So me being a greeter at Walmart, that's going to be a fat chance because you're not going to see me in there doing that. I'm in there enough as it is spending enough money. I'm not going to go back in there to... uh, you know, look at people and go, hey, get your stuff and kind of leave kind of deal, because that's not going to work. That's the store manager's going to walk up to me and go, no, you're done. I'm, okay, I kind of thought so. <laughs> so, yeah, me being a greeter at Walmart, it's not it's just not going to happen. You know, the other day I saw a little child, probably five years old, and their hair was sticking up like it had been fried, and it brought back a cute little story of my second oldest daughter. When she was about two years old, uh, me and the wife were living in an apartment, right? Well, she's up two years old, so she's up and she's moving around and she's doing her thing. She's running through the house like every little two-year-old always does. So we sat down, me and the wife sat down in the living room. We're watching a little TV. I got her oldest daughter with us. And all of a sudden, it dawned on us, where's the second? Where's number two? And about the time we thought that, we heard the most 
terrible scream. And the, so we jumped up and what she had done, she had found a pair of mom's tweezers and stuck them in a light plug where you plug in your vacuum cleaner and your TV and it, it burned her fingers, you know, and kind of fried her hair up a little bit. And she looked and she had this dazed feeling on her, in her eyes and stuff. And we told her, you know, you don't be doing that. So we started putting stuff up and invariably a couple of days later, she does it again. Okay. Fried her again, pop the circuit breaker this time. <laughs> and she comes out and she's in a daze. I'm thinking like, this kid's not going to make it till three. If she keeps doing this, come on. So we, I, then I go down and I bought all these little childproof locks, you know, so you can lock cabinets and drawers and everything else. Well, this time she finds something else metal, which is part of her toys and does it for a third time. To this day, I don't think that kid gets next to a uh, a plug at all because she got bit three times and scared us half to death. You know, when you try to childproof your house and this kid has this natural ability. If she's going to do something, she's going to find a way to do it. And she did. And it just blew me away because I we went through that house, the wife and me, and we picked up everything that we could possibly ever think of. The pins, the pencils, paper clips, anything that would conduct electricity whatsoever was picked up and locked up. And that kid, for the third time, went into her toy box. And like a dummy, I didn't even think about the toy box. I thought, well, she'll just play with her toys and hopefully leave our electrical receptacles alone. But no, she didn't. She just went in there and did her thing and... (laughs) Her hair would stand up and she'd get this deer in the headlight look, you know, and finally she just kind of got it that that's bad. You're not supposed to play with that. And I can remember when she was growing up after that, ask her to unplug the vacuum cleaner because I'd be vacuuming or, or whatever the deal was. And she wouldn't do it. No, she just, I, and I think to this day, with her being older and having teenagers and her kids are just about grown up, I don't think she touches with anything that's electrical. She won't. Even unplug a mixture, I don't think. Not really, anyhow. I got a story for you. When we were, oh, me and the wife were in our late 20s, early 30s, I do believe. And we were living in a really nice trailer house, okay? It was almost new kind of thing. And we're down in southern Oklahoma. And it was a nice, pretty spring day. We got through a hard winter, okay? Kids are out playing. Birds are chirping. The leaves are starting to come out. It's starting to warm up a little bit. So mom decides to get into that spring cleaning deal, you know, where she's pulling stuff out and she's cleaning stuff that you just really can't do during the wintertime, right? So the front door was open and we had this solid glass storm door sitting there that had a window at the bottom. And usually that window stayed up, okay? So the cat that we had and the dog could jump in and out that window, that little doorway right there. You didn't have to get up. You didn't have to do anything. So the wife goes over and she says, I'm going to clean this because it was, it was messy. And she drops the window down, right? And she cleans that glass just as crystal. You couldn't even tell the glass was even there. Like I said, everybody's out playing. I wasn't paying no attention because I'm watching football on TV. Okay. And I'm in my recliner. All of a sudden, I get a movement out of my left eye. 
and I looked over, and this cat's making a beeline for the door. Now, the cat would get along with our dogs that we had because we had two dogs, and we had the cat, and they all three got along together. They never fought. They would curl up. They would sleep together. But any other dog in that neighborhood, <laughs> this cat would hook him, Dad. He just booked for the door, and the window was down. Unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. And so he's making a run for the for the door to get away from stray dog. He hit that glass, it seemed like 90 mile an hour, and just flattened himself up against the glass and slid down. So I run to the door to go get the cat because I thought, that is not even cool. <laughs> it's just not even cool. I open the door up, and this cat is just kind of like laid out, and he was real friendly all the time, but he was seeing stars, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I pick him up, and then beyond honest to me, the wife walks over and goes, what did you do to the cat? I didn't do anything to the cat. You did it to the cat because you left the window down. <laughs> she goes, I didn't leave the window down. Really? And I tapped on the glass, and she goes, well, how did that happen? <laughs> Wait, you just cleaned the door, didn't you? Yeah, but I didn't leave that window down. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, okay? I'm telling you, you left the glass down. No big deal. We just hope this cat recovers. And about four or five hours later, this cat wants to go back outside. That door is shut. And for days after that little deal, this cat would just very nonchalantly walk up to the door, inside or out. Didn't make any difference. And he would take his paw, and he would see if there was anything in the hole that he usually jumped through, okay? So we always had to leave the uh, bottom glass slid up so he could jump in and out. He took care of himself. He was really a cool cat. But for days, you'd watch him walk up to the door, and he'd just sit there, and he'd just like, okay, is it there? No, it's not, it's not there. Okay, I can go through it. And even the dogs were kind of confused about, why is he doing that? <laughs> well, you hit that glass at about 90 mile an hour and see if it don't ring your chimes a little bit. But that poor cat, he was never the same after that. I don't care what anybody says. The girls thought he was, yeah, Dad, he's fine. No, he's not, okay? He had his bell rung pretty hard. Because when he hit that, I thought he'd break the glass. But he didn't. He just kind of slid down and fell out on the porch. <laughs> it was crazy. So, yeah, always remember, if your animal jumps in and out of windows, leave the window open, okay? Especially when they're outside. Until they can get back in. Kind of a funny deal. So if anybody's got, you know, stories like that you'd like to send to us, don't forget about our email. It's jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. So remember, everybody, you've been listening to On the Lighter Side of Life. Have a good day, everyone.